What is it? I know it's here somewhere. Uh, it's gotta be around here. Uh, never mind, I don't need it anyways. Tonight's terror tale is about a gentleman's grandmother who passes away. Leaves him with a gift. <laughs> Keep listening to find out what that gift is. <laughs> Have you ever had one of those gifts given to you? You know the ones I'm talking about, the ones that you don't like, but you don't want to hurt that one relative's feelings. So you hold on to it anyways. I'm sure you do, we all have gifts like that. Well, I guess for me you can say I sort of inherited this one. It's been about a week since my grandmother passed away. I guess I shouldn't have been surprised when I was told by her attorney that she left me a doll. For years, my grandmother used to collect dolls. Every time I would go over there, I would feel as though I was being watched. It's just always been something about dolls I've never liked. They're always sitting there staring at you, with their eyes wide open. It's enough to creep anyone out. Out of all the dolls I've seen my grandmother get, I found this one to be the creepiest. There was no way for the thing to sit down, and it was too big to fit in a stand. It stood about 5 feet tall with its curly red hair, and light brown wool for the skin. Its eyes were nothing but big black buttons, but the thing that was the weirdest about it was its mouth. I've never seen a doll with a huge smile like this one. It was almost a demonic smile, like it was up to something mischievous. Upon arriving at my house from my grandmother's attorney's office, I opened the letter that came with the doll that read, Dear Sean, I hope you enjoy this doll as much as I have. If you are reading this that means that I have moved on. She has taken me onto the other side with her. I hope that you can take this doll as something to remember me by. I call her the smiling doll. Her smile reminds me somewhat of yours the way you're always smiling and not letting anything bother you. Please take good care of her. With much love, your grandmother. How odd. I thought, why in the hell would this thing remind my grandmother of my smile? Its smile reminds me of a clown or something that is up to mischievous deeds. I know that my grandmother was off in the head a little before she went, but apparently I didn't know how bad. Another thing that struck me as odd was when she wrote, She has taken me onto the other side with her. What did she mean by that? I shook my head and picked the doll up, making my way upstairs with it. I need to figure out what I'm going to do with this ugly thing. I placed the ragged looking doll over beside my closet before I entered my bedroom. As the day went by Gil got the best of me, I moved the doll into my bedroom, close to my computer desk. I figured since it was a gift from my grandmother, I should treat it with some sort of respect. It was, after all, her last gift to me. I went on throughout my day, doing my normal routine as I always do. It was about the time I went upstairs to my computer that I found myself face to face with this horrendous, raggedy looking creature again as I forgot to put it away. I slipped into my sleepwear, jumped under the covers, and clicked off the light. For some reason, my eyes kept lingering back to her the damn doll. No matter what I did she was always there it's like she was waiting for me. Every time I looked at her, I could only hear the words from my grandmother's letter. She has taken me onto the other side with her. What could my grandmother have meant by that? 
No matter what I did, I couldn't seem to shake the feeling that this doll had something to do with my grandmother's death. But how? After all, she was the one that left me with this damn thing. I got up out of bed and pushed the doll over face first. I don't care if you aren't real, you're still creepy to me. I crawled back in bed letting sleep overtake me knowing that the small little beast wasn't staring at me. But even in my deepest slumber, she haunted me. She stood taller than the average human, taller than me, looking down upon me with her mouth agape, exposing her sharp razor teeth. Her eyes were no longer buttons, they were now piercing red, glowing in the dark. Stay away you creepy ass thing! I ran away from her. It appeared that nothing I did helped me. Not even running from her, she was still able to grab me with her doll-like arm that extended outward turning into a demonic claw hand, grabbing me and lifting me to her mouth. I folded my arms over my head hoping that she didn't eat me or tear off my head, but instead she raised me to her mouth whispering in a demonic little girl voice. I woke up in a pool of sweat looking over to where I pushed the door noticing she was gone. I sat up in my bed looking around the room for the thing. No, no that's impossible. I know for a fact she was right there. I looked over at my clock, noticing that it was 3 in the morning. I sat up and flipped on the light beside my bed getting a better look around my room for the thing. I got out of bed tiptoeing down my hallway looking out of the corners of my eye trying not to let my guard down. I was startled by a noise to my right, but before I could turn around, I was pummeled to the floor. I shook trying to get whatever it was off of me, but it attached itself to me. After struggling for a little while I rolled over, noticing the creature took a small chunk out of my neck. I cried out in pain, waking myself up out of my slumber once again. I touched the side of my neck to make sure I wasn't bleeding. No blood. I flicked the light on slapping myself in the face to make sure that I was awake. The pain from the slap reassured me that I was. I looked over at the door she was standing up, looking at me with that evil grin on her face. I, I, I knocked you over. A cold chill ran down my spine. I got out of bed, grabbed the door and threw it out of my room, slamming my door shut, making sure it was locked. I slid down the door, running my hands through my short brown hair. Get it together, Sean. This is all in your head. Don't let this creepy ass doll get to you. It's just a doll. Nothing more, nothing less. They've been around for ages. You're a grown man. Start acting like one. I thought to myself, what the hell is wrong with me? I got to get a grip, it's a damn doll. I crawled my way back up into the bed and sleep shortly followed. Around 10 in the morning, I woke up with the doll at my feet, standing upright on my chest at the end of my bed. I moved my feet away from the edge of the bed, curling up into a ball, close to my headboard. I stared at the doll for a couple of minutes, waiting to see if it would move. Getting enough courage, I poked the thing with my foot, causing it to fall off the chest at the end of my bed. What do you want from me? I grabbed my pillow and threw it over top of the doll running into my bathroom, slamming the door shut. It's all in your head, Sean. Get it together. I thought to myself, but I wasn't able to shake the thought that this thing was moving by itself. I tried pushing it from my mind, jumping into a hot shower hoping to relax some. But it didn't help. As I was shampooing my hair, I would see the thing when I shut my eyes. I rinsed my hair to see a shadow of the door through my shower curtain. I finished my shower, shut the water off, jumped out with force and expected to see the door. But it wasn't there. 
Now, I was starting to feel like this thing was taunting me. I finished up what I needed to with my personal hygiene, exiting my bathroom to see the damn thing standing outside of my door. Almost like it was waiting for me. I gritted my teeth together looking down at the little beast. There was no doubt in my mind about what I had to do now. I grabbed the door by the arm carrying it downstairs to my basement with me to look for some lighter fluid and some matches. I made my way back upstairs to my backyard, throwing the evil looking thing in my fire pit, dousing it with lighter fluid. Sorry grandma, but this thing has to go. I lit a match tossing it into the fire ring, watching the doll ignite into flames. A sigh of relief came over me. I stood there watching the doll burn to a crisp, watching the ember engulf it, and the smoke leaving the fire ring. I made sure every last inch of the doll was burnt to ash before I made my way back inside. Feeling drained from all the stress over the last couple of days, I decided it was best to make dinner and just turn in. Once everything was cooked, I had a very pleasant meal. No random doll appearing out of nowhere. I was however a little jumpy from the creaks my house made from the windstorm my state was experiencing. Normally, I was used to it but with everything going on it made it seem worse than it was. I finished my dinner, picked up my kitchen, and headed upstairs to my bed. Sleep came quick knowing that the doll was gone. I fell into a black void, but when I came to, I found myself tied to a large wooden stake that stuck out from the ground which was pure black, Almost like it was part of some sort of void. The sky was black as well. I looked up seeing the doll standing before me with a flamethrower in hand. I killed you. What do you want? The doll didn't respond. It smiled wider, twisting its head around looking at me with its burnt threaded face. It turned around making its way over to my grandma. I struggled to get free. No, don't! The beast started igniting my grandmother on fire, who was stuck in the voided ground and wasn't able to move. Why? Why did you do it? You burnt the poor thing alive, Sean. Grandma cried as she was torched by the doll. I woke once, again covered in sweat. It feels like weeks have passed since I've set the doll ablaze. I haven't been to work in a week. Has it been a week? No, that's not right. Ugh! I can't think straight. It's been a month. I'm pretty sure my job has fired me now. I got all these voicemails from them that I haven't checked from not answering. But they wouldn't understand. No one seems to understand. Somehow, someway, the door has come back. I watched it burn to ash. But it's back now. Don't ask me how but it is. I constantly see it. It's there when I shut my eyes when I sleep at night. When I'm making dinner. I can't leave the house out of fear of it following me and someone might notice. I'm constantly seeing grandma telling me to go with the doll and quit fighting it. I think I'm going to do that tonight. But before I do, I've loaded my handgun with one single bullet and I plan on taking care of things my way when 3M rolls around. I grabbed a piece of paper from my notebook from the side of my nightstand and started writing. Dear relative who gets this doll after me. I don't have much time as I am writing this. 3AM is creeping closer. So I will try to be as quick as I can. If you are reading this then that means it probably looks like I did something bad. I want you to know that I have not. I have done a good thing. I have stopped this doll from entering our world once more. It has taken grandma and it was trying to take me too. I tried burning it, but it came back. 
Hell, I even tried burying it at one point and that didn't even work, it somehow came back. I don't know how, but it did. Over the course of the weeks and months, it came back piece by piece. I'd constantly be hearing things in my house. At first, I thought it was just my old house, but as time went on, I'd start to find small pieces of cloth lying around my house from the doll. So tonight, I'm going to make things right. It makes sense to me now why grandmother left me the doll. She knew I would be the only one to help her. So please, if you find this and the doll is near that means, I have failed. Hopefully you can find a way to stop this evil being. Please, I beg of you burn the house down with the doll inside of it. Maybe if you do that with a structure on top of it it won't come back. But for the love of God don't make the same mistake I did. It will only consume you and try to take you with it. I don't care what the authorities say, but I did not kill myself, even if the door presents it that way. Please, you can't let this thing continue in our family. With best regards, Sean. I folded the piece of paper and put it on my nightstand in an envelope that I already wrote. Next owner on, I made sure it was inside to where someone could find it. Now, it's time to play. I made my way over to my bedroom door, locking it waiting for 3M to come. After dozing off a couple of times I woke up to the sound of my bedroom door handle shaking. I picked up the gun beside me, making my way over to my door, and opened it. I was left with the hallway being empty. Stop playing your little games. Come out and face me you coward. I moved swiftly down the hallway to my guest bedroom, opening the door. The room was empty. I proceeded down the hallway to my bathroom opening the door. Behind me, I heard little skittering feet and the laughter of a child. Alright, this isn't going to end well for you. You might as well show yourself now. I stood in front of my stairwell holding my gun out front of me, but before I could turn back around something with force hit me, knocking me to the floor. The gun was tossed out of my hand. I scrambled to get it back, but when I did the door kicked me in the face, causing me to roll down the stairs backward. I was lucky I didn't lose consciousness. The doll crept down the stairs one at a time. Come on, you son of a bitch. Come get me. Once the demon was finally in sight, I fired off the gun. Darkness overcame me. Glad to see you could finally join me. Grandma reached her hand out and led me away with her. Grandma, where are we? We're inside of it. It collects our souls once we go. It all made sense to me now. My grandma's soul was stuck in this doll along with me. Anyone that dies from it its soul gets collected. I'm stuck here with grandma forever. I can only hope that someone finds my note I left to do as I recommended. There it is, I found it! Sean had it! <laughs> Thanks.